0: King, I'm your host, and uh, well, I always have a great time on Sunday mornings here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster, where from six to seven, we talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well, the glorious church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we celebrate the power of his resurrection every Sunday morning here and also at uh, Freedom Road where I pastor, we always have a time where we just say, Lord, thank you for all that you have done. And we celebrate him. And I'm just so thankful for an opportunity to share with you through talk here on the talk show. Uh, you can contact me, five six seven one seven zero three If you want to. Tell me, what's on your mind? We'll talk about the Lord, we'll talk about whatever's on your heart. Also, we have a few rules we don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. Been doing that uh, for a long time. Today is show number 1008, <laughs> and uh, time just moves right on along. But, uh, well. I just consider it a a wonderful privilege any time you get to talk about the Lord talk about His church and uh, to be a blessing to people. And if you've never tuned into the show before, just kind of tell you a little bit about what we're about. I normally uh, have people here in the studio with me and we interview people. And uh, we interview people from all different perspectives of Christian ministry. Last uh, Sunday we had... It's Jamie Brown with us from the uh, a Woman's Pregnancy Center talking about the walk for life and kind of getting a little bit of her story. We'd never done that before. She'd been on the show several times, but we just kind of got to know her a little bit. And uh, that's kind of what we do. We talk about passion. And I say that's what drives this show is passion for the things of God. And whatever your passion is, and that's what we talk about here on Sunday mornings. And well, that's just uh, has worked out real well over all these years. Because when I get people in here talking about their passion, I don't have to do a whole lot of prompting. Most people, uh, first time, they'll say, Well, what are we going to talk about for a, for an hour? And I said, well, We're going to talk about your passion. And it's amazing how. It just doesn't take much prompting at all. Once people get to talking about the things that's on their heart and what they do for the Lord and God's work and uh, it's amazing how it just all flows and that reminds me to tell you that if you are out there and you're involved in Christian ministry then I extend to you an invitation to call me and let's get you on the show. We'll pre-record it and uh, you'll get to share what's on your heart. Concerning your ministry, and tell Tallahassee all about it. Leon County, Wakulla County. We extend over to Liberty County, down along the coast. I mean, it's a it's a large audience that you get to talk to. And uh, then we stream on the internet. So call me, 567-1703. And as I said, I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We start at 1105 for our Sunday morning service. And we'd love to have you come to visit with us. FRCM.US, that's the website. You can check it out and come and see us today. (laughs) Uh, One thing about coming on at 6 o'clock in the morning, by the time you hear the broadcast, you've got plenty of time. You can even take a nap if you want to and still have time to get to church on time this morning. So I have encourage you to come and worship with us at Freedom Road Christian Ministry. Keep in mind that we do put these uh, broadcasts on a podcast. Now, we don't include the music, and there'll be some music today because it's just us here in the studio, and I always play a few songs for you because I'm a lover of Southern gospel music. And so uh, the talk... Portions of them will be on the podcast, one thousand and eight, and so you can check that out. Uh, type in uh, Pastor Jack King and Tallahassee, and it'll come up. And there's all kinds of talk shows there, and the daily broadcast also is there as well. And so that's a daily devotional it airs here on ninety four, or on ninety four point one, Monday through Friday at eleven o'clock, and so you can. Check those out as well. So, uh, like I said, lots of good things happening here. And we mentioned the uh, music show. That airs on uh, 94.1, 7 o'clock, Saturday nights, a full hour of great southern gospel music. It's called the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. So, you're going to want to check that out as well. Now, today, I want to take some time because, like I say, it's just us. And uh, give some tributes to some folks that, uh, well, we've lost them. And uh, we've lost them here on the earth, but uh, I assure you that they have gone on to be with the Lord. And uh, the first one uh, is a gentleman by the name of Carmen. And uh, if you are a Christian that you've been around for a few years uh, back in the. I think especially in the 80s and maybe even uh, over into the 90s, Carmen was uh, was a, just a tremendous presence for the gospel. And uh, his style was different. He, I mean, he was a musician, and he did these uh, huge concerts all across the land. And he would do these... Uh, Wonderful recitations that were—they were musical, but they—they they had stories in them, and they—they'd be powerful. They—they they weren't short. I mean, they'd be this this long, uh, drawn-out ladders come forth. <laughs> Remember that? Just a tremendous uh, presence for the gospel, and uh, like I say, when he came on the scene, he was—he was different than anything that I'd ever seen or experienced before. And he drew people because of it, because of his unique style. He wasn't, quote, Southern gospel, uh, maybe uh, kind of a bridge between uh, more of a gospel music. And, of course, uh, back in those days, the the rock, the Christian rock, was uh, becoming uh, prevalent across the land, and he wasn't that. And he was just a a, a nice alternative. And uh, and he, he would present the gospel through his style of music in such a way that it would just stay with you. If you ever heard some of his music, you'd be wanting to remember some of those lines because they were just quite extensive and and, and so well put together that you'd find yourself repeating it, just going over and over in your mind. And... Uh, I'd like I say, and even to imitate his style, because if you are a person who is maybe a rapper and you like rap music, well, this wasn't rap, and I'm not even trying to say it was, but it just, it just kind of uh, included a little bit of all of it. Actually, it was a a wonderful package of of, of music and uh, Christian entertainment, but also a very very Powerful presentation of the gospel, and um, like I say, he he traveled and he had a had a, uh, a team that went with him. I mean, it was it was quite a production when he came to town. It was it was a big deal. And uh, now uh, you'd have to remember if you're like me and you're not real big on loud uh, noises, you are not take you some uh, some earplugs with you <laughs> because those concerts were loud. I think I went to. to Two of them, I I believe. We uh, went to one here in Tallahassee, and then he came to Tallahassee, and I was out of town for some reason or another. And uh, so my wife and my children, they went to the concert. And when I came home, they said, well, they said they're going to be in Albany. I don't know whether Monday night or Tuesday night. So we drove up to Albany, Georgia. To, to see the Carmen concert there. And basically, it was the same presentation, almost the same. From what uh, my wife told me, she said, he didn't quite do everything just the same in, in the Tallahassee one and the Albany one, but pretty close. So we drove up there to the Civic Center there in Albany and then saw him again. And again, just a, a powerful, powerful presentation. And then it seems like that all of a sudden, you didn't hear about Carmen, I don't, and I don't know. I think that, uh, uh, and I'm, I'm just um, relating what I think I've heard, and I'm not absolutely sure, and I'm sure some of you probably know more than I do, that uh, he had an illness. And so he was kind of out of the out of the out of sight, just didn't hear. All of a sudden, just, you know, where did Carmen go? And uh, you didn't hear any, anything about him. You didn't hear about any concerts going on or anything. And, uh, pretty extensive Time. I mean, 10, 15 years. You never heard anything from him. And then he came back, and he started uh, singing and doing concerts and things. And I, I didn't get a chance to see him or hear him anywhere, but I, but I knew that he was back uh, ministering. And then uh, got the news this week that he uh, uh, had gone into the hospital to do t- some type of a surgery, and uh, it didn't go well. So we've lost him. But uh, I just want to take the time to uh, just be thankful for uh, people like that who God raises up the very unique in their style and ministry, um, and they just bless a lot of people. And, and God gets the glory and praise for it. And the, I'm I'm sure uh, that there are people who are now walking in faith and believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and and serving Him because of the man's ministry. Carmen. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Carmen, and I have a, a deacon in my church that, uh, back in uh when when Carmen was really uh, popular he loved his music and he he could do it <laughs> i mean these recitations sunday morning i mean he would do that for us and he was really doing uh, he did a really nice job and uh, it it was very good and uh, he he memorized these things it's amazing and then he'd get up to church, and if you knew him, and of course, he, uh, I doubt that he's up listening this morning, but he is. He knows what I'm talking about. It's kind of a, uh, not, not a real outgoing person. It's kind of shy, but yet he'd get up and do those uh, recitations of, of Carmen's. It just blessed our hearts. I, was t- to tell him the other day, I said, you need to get those things out and do those for us again, and he just shook his head and said, no, not going to happen. But uh, uh, it was just a powerful thing to to see somebody understand how to do that and present it for us at the church. So so anyway, just a uh, uh, tribute today to the ministry of Carmen. We'll miss him, and uh, we thank God for him. And of course, uh, there's no doubt in, in our minds that he is with the Lord. And uh, well... There are so many that God has raised up, and we all have that same blessed hope that uh, when our course is done here on this earth, that we just step over into a better place, and uh, well, that's, that's hope for all of us. <laughs> Thank God for that. This is the uh, gospel on the radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. It's good to be with you on a Sunday morning. Let me remind you once again to come visit with us at the Freedom Road Christian Ministry, the church that I pastor, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We love visitors and love to meet your family. Come and worship with us. Today on the broadcast, just some tributes to some folks who the Lord's taking them home, and we miss them here, but we all know that that's... uh, well, that's the reality of life. Is that life has a uh, term limit. <laughs> We've all been term limited, <laughs> and uh, someday, one way or the other, we will face the Lord. Because either God's going to call us home in the rapture, or we're going to to go the way of just falling into that deep, deep sleep, and uh, we'll be in the presence of the Lord. And uh, that's why it's important that we deal with these things here and so the next person that i want to give a tribute to is uh rush limbaugh and uh, well i say pastor he's he's not a religious person and uh, that really is uh, a, a, an amazing thing uh, see here's the thing about it is that people who uh, would say bad things about this man i'm just saying they, they've they never listened to the to the broadcast <laughs> to the do a Russia show uh uh back in 1992 i uh, uh my habit was uh, a lot of times i'd be out uh, in, in, in the evening attending to the congregation different things and come home and uh my wife would uh, have supper ready for me, and I'd sit down and, and uh, watch the television. And uh, I Dream of genie came on, uh, rerun, that about, I don't know, it was 11 o'clock or 11.30 or something like this. This is just regular over-the-air television because we didn't have cable. And uh, so one night I, I came in, sat down, TV was on. I was anticipating watching an episode of I Dream of Genie, and uh, this show comes on that I didn't recognize and didn't know anything about it, and I just assumed it would be something that I wouldn't care anything about because I'm, I'm not uh, I'm, I'm a conservative person, and so much of the things that you see on you know, the news and all this kind of stuff, it just it just will just irritate me, and uh, before I could get the remote and. Uh, change it. I listen to this guy and I go, Wow, he talks like I do. He thinks like I do. And I didn't know anything about really uh too much political talk. Now W T A L they uh were doing talk back in those days. It's 1450 AM And uh, there was a guy who would come on in the afternoons, and sometimes when I was working, I'd listen to him, and I didn't agree with him at all. I mean, just, but it was entertaining because it was talk. And uh, the type of work that I do, it was difficult to listen to music on a headset. Uh, I, I, I wanted something just to occupy my mind, because the job really didn't require me to do a lot of thinking, I just a lot of just doing. Just just automatic. You do it so much you just do it. And so I, I just want to listen to the radio and I've always loved radio. I mean uh always have. I mean, even as a kid I used to love radio. I love listening to sports and stuff on the radio and listen to uh, the 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 NASCAR. It's just, just love radio. Listen, of course, back in my day, the old time rock and roll. <laughs> and, uh, and so I've always enjoyed radio. So I, I, I wanted to listen to something, but like I say, but it couldn't be music because music was just, would just be a roar over the noise. And so anyway, I sit down at the television and here was Rush Limbaugh doing his TV show. And uh, so Every evening, I got to where I enjoyed it. And I had a customer, one of my customers, I was telling him about it. He said, you know, he's on radio. I did not I did not know. And uh, I said, what station? He said, I don't know. You'll find it. And sure enough, I did. And it was on uh, 1450 WTL at a low-powered AM radio station. <laughs> and uh, I became a regular listener every day had my headset on listening to this guy and he, he was uh, uh, very very entertaining very funny uh, lo- using, had a lot of humor uh, but my goodness uh, he spoke things that I uh, I had an identity to because he just talked about the simplicity of life but he had a way of, of bringing things out and putting things into perspective that was just phenomenal and uh I would dare say that I, that he became a friend of mine, even though I never met him, never had the privilege or the opportunity to do so. As a matter of fact, um, when uh, the news came out that he had passed away, and, and I was anticipating that he was because listening to the broadcast every day, uh, been a lot of guest hosts lately, and uh, hadn't hadn't heard from Rush in, in uh, some time. And I told my wife the other day, I said, I, I believe we're about to lose him. He's, he's probably going to, gonna pass away here and, and so my wife sent me a text and she says, I'm I'm sorry to hear about your your buddy Rush. And I've said she my wife knows me very, very well and she knew exactly what to say because that's right. He, he was he's a friend. But see that's what radio does. Radio just has that ability to, to draw you in. And when you when you listen to somebody on the radio and, and if you enjoy their voice and you enjoy what they say over a while, you build relationships and say, I know this. And I learned this just from listening to Rush. And, of course, uh, from his success on radio has spawned so many others. And uh, there are others that I enjoy listening to as well. But there'll never be another Rush. There'll just never be another like him. And for those of us who are of a conservative bent, uh, Things that would upset you. Well, you wait till you tuned in to Rush the next day, and and he would just calm us all down, and he would just put things into a perspective. I remember after uh, one particular election, uh, and things did go the way that many of us preferred it to. And so tuned in to Rush's broadcast the next day, anticipating that he'd be up and ranting and raving. No, he was just happy and just laughing and going on. And, and uh, people would call in and say, why are you so happy? And he says, hey, what's done is done. It's time to move on. And uh, that's just the way he was. And like I said, there, there are people. I mean, in fact, uh, I saw on the, the Yahoo News on, on the computer that, uh, Somebody said, well, Rush Limbaugh, the racist, has died. And uh, no, actually, they, they said he was a sexist. That's what it was. And I said, anybody who writes something like that or says something like that, they, they didn't listen. They, they were not listeners. You know, they, they're they saying what they've heard. They've heard somebody say this. But if you were a regular listener like i I, I was a regular listener, you knew better than that. That just wasn't him at all. He was not a sexist. He was not a racist. Uh, he was a man who loved people. And uh, he was a, he was a man who brought the best out of people because that's what he wanted for everybody. He wanted everybody to be successful. And a lot of times he'd, he'd give us the formula of, of how to go about being successful. And it was amazing because you'd have somebody call back maybe 10 years later that had called in and talked to him and and they'd say, and they tell Rush uh, what success they'd had in their life. they said, you know, I started it when I talked to you that day. And of course, if that person is being talked to, they were all being talked to. And he would bring this great insight to just life because he was a man himself who'd had struggles in his life. And there were many of us, like I said, I've been listening to him since 1992 uh i stayed with him through the the times of struggling in his life and uh, he was always very hesitant to talk about his personal life but he, he didn't try to hide things uh, well okay there was the incident when he uh, uh became addicted to Oxycontin, because that was a big deal and uh and finally, it got so bad that he had to go to rehab. And those of us who, who enjoyed his broadcast, we stayed with him. And of course, during those days, a lot of guest hosts. And uh, and then finally, he came back. And when he came back, he told us all about it. He told us about how his experience. And he, and he told us, he said, I couldn't have done this by myself. He said, I thought I could. He said, I thought I could beat it on my own. But he said, I couldn't. But he said, uh, and he complimented the people who had, who had helped him, and uh, wherever he went to, to get help. And he, he talked about he said that uh, that uh, we have to understand that people who become addicted to these things they they lose control. But there's help, and so he brought that encouragement to people. And, and that whole thing had started because he'd gone in, he he'd, had married uh, this uh, lady who, let uh, see, and we, we all lived through this. And he talked about her, and then, then one day, he wasn't talking about her anymore. And, of course, you know, through the news, you, you heard what happened, that that marriage had, had split up. But we lived all that with him. And that's the thing about, about radio, is that you just become friends with somebody that you didn't even know, that you've never met and so you know so we we stayed with him through the through the days of the of the, of the drugs when he was addicted to the oxycotin. we stayed with him through the divorce and uh, uh then he lost his hearing and that was a huge thing and of course you know what's going to happen now and he told us all about the cochlear implants and and all that he had to go through and of course uh, we all knew that somehow or another through technology they had figured out how to enhance his voice to make it seem normal. We lived through all of that. And uh, those of us who who come to appreciate him over the years, we we stayed with him. <laughs> and, uh, and there was one particular time, and uh, I'm not going to get into all the details about it, but something very uh, controversial that he talked about and, uh, and then people were calling him, and boy, they were just they were just beating him over the head about it. And finally, he one day he just said, "Look," he says, "just get off the bandwagon. If you, if you don't want to be a part of it, just just turn it off and don't listen anymore." And uh, I've had enough of this. <laughs> and so, and it it went on, and then uh, there was a, another controversy, something that he he'd said, and then uh, uh, of course the media was all over him about it. And those of us who who loved him, we. We stuck with him, and then, of course, here at, at the end, when uh, he made the announcement almost a year ago that he had uh, cancer that it was bad, and then uh, we we all lived through the uh, times with the, what was called treatment week when he'd be gone for almost a week, and then we'd have the uh, the sinister guest host that would come. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, um, even the, the the foreigner, uh, we talked about, uh, you know, it, it was just all fun. It was just all fun. And uh, all of this is going to be greatly missed because nobody will ever do a talk show like Rush Limbaugh did. But uh, God used him. And uh, so the question would be, he said, well, well, you're talking about God used him. Are you saying he's a man of faith? Yes, I believe he was. And he he said this. But he he said that um, he didn't talk about religion, because he says, I don't know that much about religion. But he did talk about, especially here toward the end, he talked about his own personal faith, his own personal conviction. And I do believe that he was a believer, and I do believe that he's in heaven. I, I believe that with all my heart, that, uh, uh, like I say, God used him, and uh and let me just repeat once again if people who who say that uh, he was a racist or he was a, a bigot and all that no they, they didn't listen to him they didn't know him because he made a comment he says you know he says I was uh, just living my life one day and and uh, nobody ever said I was a racist or, or a sexist or a bigot or any of those sort of things You know then I went on the radio and all of a sudden I was all of those things thus it is and that's the way media often takes things and twists them and stuff but uh like I say, for those who knew him, and I say knew him because we listened to him uh, almost every day. Then, uh, no, none of those things were true. And like I say, my tribute to him, and uh, uh, my condolences to Catherine's wife. And we, of course, we we all lived through that too. <laughs> and, uh, uh, as he said, this marriage will work, and it and it did. And because uh, we, we, I was so happy for him. Of course, I heard all about the wedding. I, of course, I wasn't one of those who were invited. But let me just say this. You may say, well, Pastor King, are you uh, on radio today because of Rush Limbaugh? No, I was on the radio before I'd ever heard of Rush. Actually, I'd been on the radio probably 10 years. And of course, I, I had the 20-year hiatus. <laughs> I did radio in the late 70s and the early 80s, and then I didn't do radio for 20 years. And uh, I came back to radio because God spoke to me. And if you want to know all about that, just read my book. <laughs> and I, I talk all about it. But I will say this. I learned a lot from listening to Rush. And uh, I was encouraged through him because that's what that was his nature. He was a, a person who encouraged. That's just what he did. And uh, so, yeah, he had a very huge impact in my life and my Presence on the radio, but no, I'm not on the radio because, uh, Rush, I was on the radio because I love radio. And God very clearly called me and spoke to me and called me back to radio, and I'm so glad that he did because I love it. And uh, I love listening to radio. Um, I'm a listener, uh, and I'm also a person who loves being on radio. And the thing about it is that during the 2001 with the towers uh, when the towers were attacked and the, they fell and we went through all of that uh, horrible time in 2001 he was not here in the Tallahassee market during that time because he'd been on the uh, 1440, for 1450 uh, WTL, the low powered station <laughs> and uh, that station had gone off the air during that period of time and uh i tell you what listen to that little station it for some reason or another it just does not work in Kalarn. and i'd be working in Kalarn, and i would, I would just i try to get done as fast as i could out there because i wanted to get into an area where i could listen to him and i try to go early in the morning i do my work in Kalarn, and then and then try to get someplace else because i hated it when i couldn't listen to the broadcast uh but uh during that time they uh like I fourteen fifty had gone off the air, and then later they moved. He came back on twelve seventy a.m., which is a, a had more power to it. But in the meantime, the only thing to listen to, if you want us to, to talk, was a sports show that they would do there. Uh, Eric Lou Allen would would do the afternoon. Jeff Cameron would be on in the morning, and uh, so when that happened, you know we were all devastated about it. And I have to give compliments to, to that station because they suspended their normal sports talk. You know how sports talk is. And I'm on a sports station. I've been real careful here. But sometimes it's not as serious as other things are. And uh, they they suspended all that. And it became very news oriented. And I've complimented them for that. Of course, Jeff Cameron was on the station then. And Eric Llewellyn, who I've never met, but I've always appreciated the fact that he became very serious, and and took us through that time, which is a very difficult time for all of us. And then later, as I said, Rush Valley came onto that station, and then, then they moved him to the AM, uh, which is a part of the same grouping. and uh, And I was so glad for that because then you had a signal that I could listen to anywhere in town. <laughs> that was good for me. But anyway, that's my tribute. Uh, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King, and I just so happy to be with you. And uh, like I say, gospel music is uh, a lot of who I am. God sits on high, Kingsman. Amen. God sits on high. And he looks down low. That's the Kingsman here on the gospel, on the radio talk show, playing a little Southern Gospel music as we go along here this morning. I hope that you are up and uh, getting ready to go to church this morning. And even if you don't go to Freedom Road, you need to go. You need to be a part of the family of God and enjoy a good fellowship. Go here, preaching of the word of God a place where you can praise and worship the Lord. So go wherever you normally go. But if you don't have a church home and uh, you'd like to be around the family of God, then come visit with us at Freedom Road. I believe you'd enjoy the experience. We're friendly. We love visitors and we treat people with respect. And, uh, well, we'd just love to have you, your family come worship with us. We're at 720 Capitol Circle Northeast. We're in the Crescent Park Plaza. We're between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. So if you're heading up Capitol Circle, you cross over Easterwood, which is where you turn in to go into Tom Brown Park at the National Guard Armory there. Just keep on going, and you'll see our sign on the right-hand side of the road, 1105frcm.us. That's our website. And... uh, well, like I say, come visit with us. Let me just mention uh, Robert Fiesmeyer, AAA, uh, Heating and Air. He's been helping me to do this show since we started. But way back in 2002, he does a great job. If you need an air conditioner fixed or a heater, call him. And uh, he'll come running, 893-9566. We just appreciate him. He's done so much to help us and keep everything running. And we got two properties to keep up here. And of course, my house too. And uh, he's been a good friend over all these years. We just appreciate him a lot. 893 9566. Six. Need a new unit? Call him. If you need the old one repaired, call him. <laughs> You'll come a-running. Thank the Lord for that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play another song for you, and then we'll talk about this last tribute. In this morning. <laughs> Just a closer, walk with me. That was a group called uh, Last Generation, uh, Mike and Karen Matician. And um, I met these folks um, through a friend of mine, uh, Pastor John McClodden, who lives down in Tampa. And he knew them, uh, John and Gene uh, McLeod, they, they were doing evangelistic work, traveling a lot. And so they had met uh, Mike and Karen in, uh, in where they crossed paths and places where they'd both be ministering at the same time and they became friends. And so they told us uh, in the southeast region of the Open Bible Churches about them. And so a lot of us booked them and had them in our church. And so over the years mike and karen has came has come through tallahassee many times and we've had them at the church and uh i remember one particular year on easter sunday they came and and uh had the did the easter sunday morning service for us it just did a tremendous job and we just really came to to love and appreciate them uh mike had a uh, an old bus and if we're <laughs> talking about it. it was a greyhound but well, it was a 1964 model. They had fixed it up just beautiful inside. It was just, a, uh, they'd done woodworking and stuff in it. But I'm telling you what, keep that old bus on the road. Mike had lots of great bus stories. so That's why I, I've learned to appreciate bus stories. So whenever I have a, a group on the show here and I interview them, I always, I always tell them, to, tell us a good bus story <laughs> because they got a if you're trying to keep something like that on the road it's it's going to be a challenge and so they drove that old bus and uh, of course when they when they were out traveling because they they, they were from Pennsylvania or they're from Pennsylvania and uh so they come down to the southeast uh, during the winter, and usually they they would work out of the Brother John's uh, McGloth Church there in Tampa. They they let them stay in the back back there. They had a pretty good sized parking lot. They'd park their bus back there. They just lived back there, and, and then they travel. But when they went out, they always had to drive that big old bus <laughs> everywhere. And uh, uh, like I say, they were just a just a blessing. Just a blessing to to me, and, and I came to enjoy them over the years and then uh about uh oh I don't know, two or three years ago it's amazing how quickly time goes by i got a call and they say hey, we're passing through uh tallahassee you want to have lunch and so I, I met them out of the red elephant out there in, uh, in the killarn and uh and they allowed me to use one of their songs on the cd project that i put together i put together 12 songs on a cd to sell them to just to be a blessing to people more than anything and so one of their songs is included on that CD and so we had a nice lunch and they would got them a new bus that <laughs> was a nice one and uh, they were just doing well in ministry and then uh, uh, not too long ago I got a text from Karen and that Mike uh, had, had cancer and uh, it was rough having a rough time and uh, she told us In the text She said don't, don't call me Because I'm just being overwhelmed By phone calls and stuff She said I'll, I'll keep you in touch And so uh, I would get texts From her From time to time Of how Mike was doing And his condition And things And uh and I could tell that things were not going well, and she was uh, trying to be encouraged and things. And uh, I did send her a couple texts during that period of time, but I didn't call her because she'd, she'd ask us not to. And then uh, here, just a few weeks ago, down in the uh, our men's retreat for the North District of the Open Bible Churches, and I saw Brother John McGlott and he told me that uh, Mike had gone to be with the Lord, and. Uh, and I, I was saddened, and uh, of course John uh, and him were very, very good friends. Uh, uh, they knew each other because, like I say, they, they traveled. I mean, been out in ministry together all those years, and all those years and they'd stayed there behind the church there when, when John was pastoring uh, the, the Open Bible Church at Calvary there in uh, Tampa. And uh, of course, it's it's sad when you lose somebody like that. But these were people who dedicated their life. To bringing gospel music all across the land. And uh, they both had been in business, I mean, as far as secular jobs, and had good jobs. And they left their jobs. They gave up their jobs. And they went on the road full time to travel and sing for the glory of the Lord. And uh, it was interesting, Mike, uh, he loved to sing, but he was shy about doing much Speaking between this, uh, this you know, he's a little bit between the songs, and I said, "Mike, I said, you need to, you need to start preaching." And he, said, oh no, I can't do that. And he said, I can't do that. And so one Sunday we had him here at church, and, and uh, I said, "Well, you know, I always like to have a little bit of a message." So uh, we took a little break, and I preached a little bit, and then after <laughs> I got through, he uh, they sang, and then he started preaching. I'm going. Mike, after the service, I said, Mike, you, what, what's that all about? And he says, Well, I've been doing that lately since you talked to me. <laughs> I said, Well, you should have told me. <laughs> but uh, so he started preaching more and, and singing and doing a great job and just uh, love of the Lord. So I'm going to play one last song before we go here this morning. And this is uh, from uh, Mike. I lay down my crown at the master's feet. And that's what Mike has done. Soon this life will end, And I'll hear the sweet sound Sing, child, and drink You've won a crown And so to Carmen, to Rush, to Mike Rest in peace, because I know that uh, we'll all be together again someday, and uh, thank God for your testimonies. Father God, I thank you, Lord, today for this privilege to share the gospel, give these tributes today. Father, I pray over this radio audience, Lord, watch over and protect them. Father, we pray for our churches today. Father, I pray for our pastors. Lord, let a, anointing word come forth. And Father, we pray for America. We pray, God, for peace in the city of Jerusalem, the nation of Israel. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.